Hello, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, and I want to welcome you to Ready Yet? If all you needed was a step-by-step plan of what to do, you could buy a book on how to succeed and you would be all set. But here's the rub. You'll never do what it takes until you become the person it takes to do it. The Ready Yet podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to become the person who succeeds, ready to become the person who steps into more, and ready to become the best version of themselves. In the I'm Ready interview series, join me for inspiring conversations with people who figured out who they needed to be in order to achieve their dreams and were brave enough to be that person. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where I am so excited to be interviewing people who are figuring out who they need to be in order to do the things they want to do, because it really is a match, right? And I'm very excited today to have my very own, (laughs) I consider you mine at this point, (laughs) just so you know, Caitlin Penny here who is a client of mine in full disclosure, a client of mine. We've been working together for a little over six months. She's absolutely killing it. I love watching her do what she does. But before we get into that, why don't you give them a little bit better introduction of who you are and what you do? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so nervous right now. Oh my God. Um, my name is Caitlin Penny. I own Copper Theory Creative. This is actually my fifth year in business in August, so I'm pretty excited. Um, my I love my dog. I love Harry Potter, and potatoes should be a real food group. But no, Copper Theory Creative focuses on branding, graphic design, and print. Nice, awesome, awesome, awesome. So as I was thinking about what we could talk about. One of the things that I think would be really, really beneficial for folks is to hear, not because you're my client, but because you are a client of a business coach. What, I'm just gonna jump right in because you know that's how I am. We met, I think it was October of last year, I spoke at an event that you were at. We chatted, you know, during the networking, you came and visited me at my virtual booth. And I basically stalked you. Yeah. You basically, basically. (laughs) And then you literally jumped in though and said, okay, I need help. I need to do this. I'm ready. And like you said, you've been in business for a little while. Mm -hmm. You're great at what you do. I mean, your artistry is amazing. Everybody loves the work that you do is like phenomenal. What made you decide? Because I think a lot of people find themselves in this situation. What made you decide that it was time to do something different to get help? Like, how did you know that? Well, um, after I saw you speaking, well, during you speaking, I was like, oh my gosh, everything is happening to me right now. All of these things are true. Please help me. I don't know what else to do. Um, I I kind of felt like at that time, exactly, my business was plateauing. There was only so many hours in a day. There's only so many logos I can design in a month uh, to where I was obviously not where I wanted to be. And I knew I had to make a change. And 
the entrepreneurial road for me has always been a independent one, if you will. So I was like, okay, it's time. I'm making this decision now. <laughs> if we want to do it. this. Yeah. I, you know what I love? And I'm the same way. I finally make a change and make that type of decision when I just can't take the frustration anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like there was, I didn't know what to do next. If I wasn't going to make a change, it was either this or figure out something else. So I haven't ever really given myself a plan B and I didn't want a plan B and I also didn't want a new boss. So here I am. <laughs> well, exactly. I always say I'm completely unemployable at this point. I couldn't, I can't imagine going back to working for somebody and I did great in that role, but yeah, no, not anymore. I love what you're talking about because I think people, I don't think that's an uncommon situation for entrepreneurs. You, you know something's got to give, but you don't know what it is. And one of the things you're talking about without so much as saying it is knowing how to be a fantastic graphic designer. It has nothing to do with knowing how to grow a business. Oh, not at all. <laughs> and yet, and yet, how many people do you know? You can say the same thing about a bookkeeper. You can say the same thing about a web designer. You can say the same thing about a professional organizer. You can be fantastic at what you do and not know how to grow a business. Those are two completely different things. Oh, absolutely. And since I started my business um, five years ago, I definitely was the only entrepreneur that I knew. And so by all means that I do everything the hard way. <laughs> and, oh, oh, and talk so to me a little bit more about that because your road is a little different than a lot of my people meaning my contemporaries, the people that I know, and, and a lot of some of the people in the group program that you're in used to have a job, mm -hmm. but you're a little younger. You, I don't, did you ever take that road? No, no, I've never worked in corporate America and I will not. <laughs> so I, and maybe it's not a generational <laughs> thing, you know, maybe it's a generational thing. It's, it's certainly much more acceptable now than when I was younger. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, to give you, I guess I'll give you the story. All right, here it goes. Um, so I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a weird case. So I grew up with art. I did everything art. I went to art school after school and my parents were always very supportive. Um, but they were supportive to the point where my dad was very traditional, always putting, you know, having a job to put food on the table. I almost said money on the table. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, but, uh, and then my mom was a teacher. And so it was very much a traditional household in that sense. Um, but they were, they never stopped being supportive to the point where they started sending me to these schools and after school programs so I can in improve these things because they, they believed in me and that was super awesome. Thanks mom and dad. Um, right? Good job. <laughs> Well, yeah. And so um, I went to, we, I then moved out here to Arizona and um, I continued taking all of the art classes in high school. And then of course I landed in yearbook, go figure. And I was like, well, junior in high school, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to be a graphic designer. I was 16. And so I graduated high school when I was 17. And then two months later before I was even 18, I went to art school and then I went to school all year round for three years because I loved it so much and graduated on my 21st birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then from there on, I got the experience in print and graphic design working at print and consulting offices 
And then I had a mentor that was like, we know that you don't plan on doing this forever. When are you going to start that business? And so here I am. <laughs> right. Well, so you kind of gloss over it, but having that mentor is mm -hmm. a big deal. Oh, I, totally. I was the same. I, I was just as lucky just in a corporate environment, two different companies I was with where I had amazing, amazing people who stepped up as mentors for me because like you said, your mom was a teacher that wasn't entrepreneur, wasn't their thing. So to have that mentor who supported you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so she, once I found her, she was actually, she owned the marketing portion of a business I worked for. And once I found her, I didn't let go. And so every time I needed advice or anything, I would just walk into her office, sit down and she was like, okay, let me have it. Tell me everything. And it was funny because I think my dad actually got kind of jealous because I used to call him for that kind of advice. And then I was like, okay, Kristen, help me. <laughs> Cause she owned her own. She, it was like her third business by then. So I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I need to hear it from someone um, that has has experience in marketing, like something very close to what I do for a living. So what do your parents think now? Oh, they're super excited. They love it. My mom just texted me this morning. She's like, good luck today on your podcast. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and she's like, let me have that link. And then like last week when I was in that publication, she's like, can I buy a copy? And so <laughs> I think they should just dedicate a room to me in their house. They probably have. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I know I really enjoy having conversations about who you need to be in order to reach new heights. As founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, I work with my clients at the intersection where what they need to do to succeed meets who they need to be to do it. If you would like to have a conversation about your business, please reach out to me at Aaron at ConquerYourBusiness.com. I mean, that's awesome because not everybody, in fact, the, the last person I spoke to, we talked about when you get to a point in your corporate career where you're doing really, really well, and then you leave, most of the people around you just think you're crazy. They try to be supportive, but in the background, they think you're crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's definitely elements of being a business owner that um, people don't understand. So I just have decided to tell them my successes. <laughs> right. Exactly. You, you have to watch. You don't have to share everything with everyone. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can be just, protective of that. Yeah, there's just simple things in business that I just figured out on my own. And I was like, we got this. I can handle it. It's fine. And then I just ask you what's next now. <laughs> things that I am curious about because I say this about you all the time but I don't know that we've ever had the conversation about where did it come from your openness to doing what's suggested is amazing I'm sure you've seen that even in just our group people who don't quite do I don't want to say that they don't do the work like they're not doing any work but you can see there's a lot of varying ability to just go do it. And I, I said that about you right from the beginning, you're like, okay, what's next? So where does that come from? How do you get out of your own way? Cause it's not like you're not scared. You tell me all the time, all right, I yeah. you know, you're, oh, yeah. you're wide open about that. It's not like it doesn't make you nervous. So how do you get out of your own way? That's a great question. 
Let's see. I think, well, like I said earlier, I have never, there is not a plan B. Like there is not anything else that I can even think of that I'm that passionate about besides what I'm doing. And I'd started from just drawing and, you know, the motivation from my dad just being like, okay, well, I would literally bring him pictures and be like, what's wrong with this? <laughs> Instead of like, look what I you know, and I think I got both, um, both pieces of it from my parents to my mom, obviously being a mom, she's like, that's nice, honey. And then my dad would be like, that arm does not look like an arm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, but it, it also fell into other places in my life. Like, I mean, I was, you know, a kid that always dyed their hair weird colors and things like that. And my dad's just like, go try it, go, go see what it, you know, go right. see what it is. But the main rule growing up was you can't be a quitter. And once you join something, you have to follow through. Nice. I love it. I mean, but at the same time, it doesn't sound like they forced a situation where even, you know, what no. I call throwing good money after bad, you know? It was like <laughs> oh no, I was excited. Just like when I, I mean, I could have easily, you know, screwed up that college career, but I, I loved going to, I mean, and of course all of my classes were having something to do with art. So you know, history class was art history. Art history. And, yeah. and so it, it all was related. And so my world was pretty surrounded by art. And um, I've, it's never, it's never dipped as far as being what, what I'm interested in. So. And one of the things you're talking about is when you get to spend the majority of your time doing the thing that lights you up, then you can just get so much further, so much faster. Mm -hmm. It also helps because Chris is like my number one supporter at home. Right. So it's like, you can do this. I got you. I believe in you. And even when I'm like feeling like crap, sometimes he's like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll figure I'm a grown ass woman yeah. and this is yeah. all figure out of all. And if it's not a got you. Like <laughs> right. And that support system makes a big deal. I mean, mm -hmm. Can you imagine trying to do this without that support? No, definitely not. And I mean, it's not only them either. It's definitely the the piece where, you know, I'm sure you've done this exercise where it's like, who are your five people? Like, who do you surround yourself that makes you successful? And, you know, you're the equivalent of that success. Um, it's true. I mean, you have you definitely have to think about it. And now, like, I didn't think I had a list of people. And then one day I did that exercise with, I think, Amber Griffiths. And uh -huh. I was like, oh my God, these people are cool. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. I think that's a big thing as an entrepreneur. So if you're not as lucky as Caitlin, I'd be surrounded by that kind of support. And I have to tell you, for the most part, I am also surrounded by that support. Well, it's great because not everyone can, not everyone is also an expert you know, everyone's an expert at their own thing. It, it, they don't have to be an expert at what you're doing for a living. It's just how supportive they are and the advice that they can give you, not to mention they're great people. Well, yeah. I mean, and if you're not, it's one of the reasons I go to so many entrepreneur events, because if I'm not going to be surrounded by it, or even if I am, how much more can I immerse myself with mm -hmm. a group of people who are also trying to do their own thing and be surrounded by that type of effort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you come from that same mindset, it, it makes one heck of a difference, uh, no matter what goal you're working towards. 
So one of the things I like to talk to people about, and I know you're an avid listener to the podcast. <laughs> Every is, episode. <laughs> right? So I think there, you know, you know me, I'm heavy in marketing, how you, you know, show up as the person your ideal client expects to be able to solve their problem. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we want to be honest, not like Facebook influencer, Instagram influencer, but honest about the challenges we face, because I think we can serve. My, my big thing is I love having people ahead of me that I can aspire to. And I love being an inspiration to other people. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have some transparency and truth about your challenges and what you've overcome. So let's hear it. Like, what did you, I call 2018 Aaron's year of failure. So what have you, like, what do you think is some of the hardest stuff you've had to overcome as an entrepreneur? Um, well, uh, like you mentioned earlier as having, you know, being good at what you do. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm pretty good at graphic design, right? Oh yeah. And, and so when you have some people that don't exactly, and I'm talking like clients here that maybe are a pain in the ass <laughs> or um don't exact you know don't see the value in what you're doing or people constantly asking you um is it worth it um you you know you sometimes you kind of start to think you know uh, well well maybe is it <laughs> it's that self-worth piece it's kind yeah. of like if someone and- if i were to ask you every 10 minutes if you had a headache eventually you'd start to wonder if i knew right. something you didn't Right. And, and so it's kind of, um, I've always been pretty independent. So it's definitely that believing in yourself and believing that you can do it is the piece that's, that I struggled with. And now I'm a lot better with actually, thanks to you. I have a lot more confidence and, you know, like you said before too, is you can be a good graphic designer, but you may not know how to run a business all, all well. And, and so the pieces that I've learned in the past six months have really helped me do so and get through probably a lot of personal things too. Well, and I love that you said that because you knew because of school that you were good at the graphic design. And yet when you were having problems building your business, the confidence hits that that created start to affect your confidence over on the graphic design side. Right, exactly. I mean, if you don't have the knowledge, then your your confidence lacks and vice versa. And so they kind of feed off of each other. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good lesson for people to give themselves a break. You went to look at, I mean, look at it. Look at how much school you went to, to get as good as you are at your graphic design. You didn't go to that kind of school to get good at business. Nope. <laughs> Why would you hold yourself to that standard, right? Exactly. I happen to have gone to school to get that good at business. Yeah. And so, so I definitely realized. Example. What was that? That's a perfect example of not being fair to yourself mm-hmm. and trying to act on information you didn't yet have compared to all this education on the, in your skill set. Right. And you're definitely just one piece of your business too. So I'm, I'm, very aware that there are pieces to be filled and, and, and positions to be filled that I'm not an expert at. And that's what having a team is. And so when you, when you find a team to work with, that's super awesome with the people that, I mean, if you vibe well with those people and not to mention, I mean, if you have, I mean, if you're passionate about something, you should definitely do something about it. I'm a full support. Call me. I'll I'll tell you. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but when you have that passion, I mean, that's gonna that really has brought me through a lot of hardships within the business. And but I just keep thinking about this is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Love it, love it. I don't know if you, you know. Side note: Can you hear the dog snoring? Because she's really snoring. Oh no! no. Right there. <laughs> Money. Anyway, usually it's a cat. Earlier, so. <laughs> Really <laughs> Tell me what you're most proud of. <sighs> Probably making it five years and quitting my day job finally and making it work because I never really thought that would happen. <laughs> I was like, this is fine as a side gig, but is it going to really be that thing? So I'm ready for the next step. And you've doubled your income in six months. I have. Yeah. People don't do that. I don't know if you really realize to be not well <laughs> spoken, but I don't, I think you are underestimating how amazing that is. Thanks. Yeah. I was just looking yesterday because I was trying to prepare by not preparing by preparing for this <laughs> podcast. And um, I, I'm still double what I made last year, July to July. So nice. feels good, but I want more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I love that you're just owning that you're good at what you do, owning that you want more it's upsetting to me and I've been through it as well that people don't think that that's okay to say that you're good at what you do to say that you're going for more well my dad said so so we're good your dad said it was okay <laughs> <laughs> no I mean like that's that all comes on the support system that you have around you I mean you got to have people that believe in you too because sometimes maybe you don't believe in yourself and you need that extra you need that. You need that, Chris. Saying it's gonna be fine. <laughs> so good, we got and not not in the dog meme of the having coffee in the. Oh, I live on that one. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Just with a cup cup of coffee, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and I've also tried to adopt the philosophy and call me a Harry Potter nerd, but um, uh, worrying means you suffer twice. So I'm trying not to worry that much about things. So. Well, and one of the ones that I love, I'm trying to get this phrasing correctly, worrying is fall, is like the opposite of having faith. Pretty much. And I don't mean that it can be if you want it to in the <laughs> religious sense, but I just mean in general, like belief. Worrying is the opposite of believing. Yeah, we, I mean, we've got this far. We just need someone to help us out sometimes. Yeah. Which is a good thing. We can't do it alone. So what's next for Caitlin? Uh... <laughs> You're like, you tell me, just tell me what to do. Yeah, I know. I was like, um, well, do you want to answer that question? <laughs> Rippling my income? I don't know. There we go. Tripling yeah. your income. That sounds I, I just found out that um, the new logo that I'm about to design is going to be the fifth one on the side of a building. So pretty cool yeah. very cool very cool so Todd, you know since we have you here let's let's tap into your genius zone a little bit with that branding what is you know one of the things your business model that I really like because some of us in certain businesses people think well this is this is what we do and they have a very narrow definition of the impact that they can have 
And yet you've got a different viewpoint of what your business, of the impact your business can actually have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, um, I, I've branded over 50 companies at this point and some of them, you know, a handful of them might may have been realtors for instance, and I've put all those people through an intensive process to where none of those logos are ever the same. None of those people are ever the same. And I realized that entrepreneurs are their businesses. So my version of changing the world is making your brand be seen in the best way possible. So you can go and change the world in your own way. And let's do that by having the, the world have better graphic design, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> but it's so, I mean, if you look at what you, you've kind of created a perfect storm for yourself. You're doing the one thing you've known you've loved to do since you were a kid. You have found a way to do it in service to others. You've surrounded yourself, whether you've paid them or their family or their friends, you have surrounded yourself with a support and information system. And you've put a purpose around your business that has a higher calling. Let me use that. <laughs> and you're looking at, and you're looking, for those of you who aren't watching, you're, there's a little light bulb going off in Caitlin's head right now. You can see it in her eyes. And this is something that I've seen in you time and time again. When I've said things like this to you, I describe it as holy crap, I did do that, didn't I? Like, yep, it just takes a second to register sometimes. I mean, I mean, one of the things in, in graphic design too is when you go to school, or at least when I did, logo design was considered like the hardest possible thing you could do and it's like unattainable. And I was like, challenge accepted. <laughs> and so hold my beer. forget about all the toxic shit in, oh, sorry, am I allowed to say that? Okay. <laughs> forget me. about all you the toxic stuff in your life and, you know, support your, surround yourself with the great people that you appreciate and appreciate you and you're going to do great things just stick with your passion absolutely all right so if people want to continue this conversation with you and get your amazing high level insight on graphic design logos and what they how they could be showing up what is the best way for them to get a hold of you well, I'm on all the social media platforms because if I wasn't, I Someone would be different. So, <laughs> so Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, it's all Copper Theory Creative and then CopperTheoryCreative.com. Yeah, .com it. <laughs> and also watch out because I'm thinking about doing a rebrand for August. So rebranding the whole biz. Sounds like, sounds good. Though I love the whole <laughs> Copper Theory. Now I got to stick to it because it's on there. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your insight with everybody as far as what's actually possible. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ready Yet podcast. I get so motivated by the amazing accomplishments of the remarkable people I meet, and I'm excited to be able to share some of their stories with you. You can find more episodes of Ready Yet at your favorite source for podcasts, or at conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you've already decided that you are ready to become the person you need to be to achieve your big goals, feel free to reach out to find out how I can support you in your efforts. Or check out the Work With Aaron page on the Conquer Your Business website. 
I also invite you to share this podcast with anyone you know who loves to learn and be inspired. And if you're so inclined, I'd be absolutely grateful for any reviews you'd like to share as well. Thanks again for joining me. This has been Aaron Marcus, hopefully inspiring and helping you to go conquer your big dreams.